in two years two years holy shit it's holy good to be back uh i am a dinosaur no was I, that too much it was too soon okay sorry i am Eamon hardeman uh your I'm host here oh hey you can tell it's been two years because this <laughs> motherfucker just jumps right in like some sort of asshole uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start this back over. <laughs> I like how that. are we introducing ourselves. Who's coming in first, me or Missy? Is that something that your fucking your Howard Stern shows would have covered <laughs> ahead of time? I guess I don't know. Probably. I mean, would the would the woman go first or the man? The in, woman in would the never go first in 2019. Wow, we got to think about this stuff. This is the age of Jussie, the Jussie the, Smollett. It's the it's the age of not very much reason. All right, everybody, and welcome to Action Pack Thrill Ride. It's great to be back with you guys. I'm your host, Eamon Hardiman. It's been two years uh, since we've done one of these, and we are now back, and hopefully, uh, we get to some level of uh, regularity with these things. I am your host uh, this evening, and joining me is my let's, co-host. Let's do that over. Are you guys going to fight <laughs> over who <laughs> who goes no, first? No, I just don't want to come in. Over. I love it. I think we should keep all this, honestly. Um, anyway, I'm Missy Dawn. All right, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to Action Packed Thrill Ride. Uh, we're recording this on March 26th, 2019. We're going to call this episode 666, everybody, and we are back at it after two long years, a two-year delay in recording this here podcast. Uh, I am Eamon Hardeman, uh, and I am joined by... Missy Dawn. Scott Gregg. And I know Scott wanted to say his name first. I know that somewhere deep within him, he was like, I'm fucking better than her. I should be able to fucking announce can, my presence. I can feel that actually through the. Yeah, there's a level of uh, you know competitiveness that goes in these introductions. I think uh, at all times we try to keep that spirit of competition alive here at Razor Sharp Studios. Welcome back, everybody, uh, <laughs> and we've got a great show for you. This is the first time we've ever had notes, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be better. Disclaimer. No, it's, it's gonna worse. be it's gonna be yeah, way worse, way worse. Um, I guess we want to get it out of the way uh, ahead of time. Uh, are we ready to delve into the dark? I don't know if I'm ready. I the am dark ready. Sadness, or are we gonna um, kind of build up to that? What do you guys think? I guess we should uh, talk about it and get it over with. Uh. Uh, so our friend, our loved one, our producer, um, Cal McDougall, unfortunately passed away. Um, and uh, he had an illness for a while, uh, and he was uh, trying to get over that. And then uh, I guess he uh, succumbed to it. I'm 
we are very sad to uh, see him go. He, if any of you guys ever listened to the podcast before uh, or watched our movies uh, over the last, you know, several installments, Cal was a, a big part of our family here. And uh, we loved him very much. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to probably try to uh, cut out some sound clips of his uh, in the future from some past episodes and uh, kind of put it in here because he, he really loved being on the podcast and mm-hmm. uh, we loved making fun of him for his terrible opinions mm-hmm. on movies he and loved, life. He loved Jason to hell so bad. Like he loved that <laughs> movie. <laughs> and another thing that I was thinking about that kind of made me sad, but it was always fun is Kyle loved those questions like who would win in a fight between, and he would just say, you know, Pinhead or Michael Myers. And he'd give you like a, Scenario. He, that was like one of his favorite things to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember we would play that game too, or it would the the versus game uh, that mm-hmm. he enjoyed. Um, so I guess we'll do we'll do one here. I'll let you guys uh, do it actually and fight between each other. Uh, who would win in a fight between Scott Gregg and Missy Dawn? Well, obviously Missy Dawn, because I'm pig girl. So, Scott, you got anything? Do I have to fight her? Um, let's see. Um, probably. I'm just going to say Missy. <laughs> well, there you go, Cal. I hope you appreciate that. <laughs> he would agree. Uh, I think <laughs> he would agree, too. He would. I think he would, too. Yeah. Wherever you are, sir. Uh, we love you. We miss you. Godspeed. And, uh,. Or not God. Whatever I don't speed. Know. Whatever speed you want. Uh, speed racer. To you, sir. And uh, we, we do miss you. Now with that out of the way. Uh, I think we need to talk a little bit about Captain Marvel. This is the first time that we have a movie to talk about that was made after 1993 where all of us have seen it. It's insane. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird coming at this, and it's sort of timely. I mean, you know, a couple weeks late, I guess. But uh, I really wanted to see this movie, and it took a while. I go into this fucking thing, and it's weird because I'm having an issue with the superhero fatigue. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were having an issue with your bowels. Well, I always I always have an issue very with my common. bowels. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I, I'm a little... Uh, I don't feel like uh, joy when watching these movies anymore. Just kind of like, all right, another one. Like the Aquaman, I didn't give a fuck. I watched the whole movie, I was just like, I, I, I don't care. I don't care what's happening right now. I don't care who these people are. I don't want to just see these people punch each other for fucking two hours or whatever. And uh, so that's how I went into this. Uh, what about you guys? Um, I went in with not really too many expectations because I've never read the comic Captain Marvel. And I didn't really know much of the backstory. I just knew that it was getting hyped up online and... 
there was like some controversy about like the female lead. So I'd been reading some of that kind of stuff. But um, in general, I've always liked Brie Larson. So I knew going in that it was probably going to be pretty good as far as like the acting goes with her. But I had no like real idea of the whole story of it at all. And I just kind of went in with an open mind. Scoot. Uh, with me, uh, I think uh, for sure, I I didn't really even want to see it. I didn't think it was going to be something up my alley. Uh, my mom just said, hey, you want to go to the movies? Captain Marvel's on. I'm not a fan of the comics because I've, I've never really read the Captain Marvel comics either. You said, mom, it's uh, pronounced Marvel. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Captain Marvel. But so I go in and I think. For me, the first 10 or 15 minutes, I was kind of like, oh, no, is it going to be like a Thor 2 kind of thing? Cause it and then off, your mom like, put her hand on your knee? No, of course not. Come on. Um, but after the first 15 <laughs> minutes, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was a, a very well-done movie. Uh, Brie Larson did a great job. It was cool seeing like a young Sam Jackson. And... Uh, I think her, her best friend, and I don't know the actress's name right off. I do have the IMDb. Up, you mean the character of Maria Rambo? Yes. I remember. So LaShawn yeah. Lynch, I think. Some of us remember minorities, Scott. Um, whatever. So LaShawn, I think, uh, actually, like, her her acting kind of made me a little teary-eyed when she was, going, she was missing her friend and she was surprised to see her. So that was really, I thought, powerful. And I really loved the uh, soundtrack. Uh, oh, like, yeah, the soundtrack no was doubt. great. Yeah, No Doubt or, like, Hole at the end of it, I thought was really fun. There was a little uh, Letters to Cleo in there as well. A very my, uh, small. Favorite, yeah, that's right. And my, one of my favorite parts of uh, the movie was the Stan Lee cameo where he was reading oh my the God. script. Oh, my I God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're speaking about getting teary-eyed. Um, do you know Eamon Hardeman, Scott? I do. Okay. Well, uh, I felt like he, he got a little teary-eyed in that moment. Can you, like, de- like confirm or deny that, Eamon? Uh, yeah, I did. I started to, uh, to weep at he was, that moment. He was. It was a little... Yeah. It was weird. I didn't think I would, and then it, because mm-hmm. I knew it was in there. Like I'd yeah. I'd seen it spoiled online, and then I was watching the movie. I was like, "Oh shit! No, oh, this is this got me." Um, and it was strange too, because it's like it was like a CG like stand, right? It looked like it, or I'm sure he filmed it. Cause I think he's filmed cameos for all the movies up for a while because he knew he was gonna be in bad health. But it, right. he looked younger, so I don't know if it was. It looked more CG to me, like the Sam Adams or. Um, What's the other, the cop? Uh, Clark Gregg, right? Yeah, Agent Coulson. Yeah, he yeah. Looked, they both look so young, so that you, you can tell they did something there. I love the, the Coulson stuff, and it made me wish that he would get more spots in these movies. Because mm-hmm. the show, I don't, I don't even know if it's still on, but like they lost me a while back on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I was one of their Same. biggest supporters, and yeah, just like, it got to a point where I was like, this is boring as shit, but I love mm-hmm. that character. Me too. Uh, so it was great having him back in the in the mix. 
And yeah, I think it was just the sweet, like, uh, it was like this beautiful, like, uh, not with Colson, but with, um, Sam Jackson and, uh, Brie Larson. It was like this nice, like, buddy cop movie. Yeah. Um, in that same way where, like, uh, Winter Soldier was that, uh, kind of like a spy film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, masquerading as a, uh superhero movie this was like a buddy cop movie masquerading as a superhero film i think so too and that's that's why i started liking it Mm -hmm. because like the first part it's like you don't care like she's fighting in some universe and you don't know any of the characters oh i didn't give give a a fuck about any of that stuff yeah i was like please god like leave this area leave these people on this planet (laughs) as quickly as possible yeah, the the great what, stuff is the fish out of water. Black. Hmm. Once you cl- uh, crash through Blockbuster, that's when it got good. I thought. Right. And that, and it's also like you think it it could have gone Shazam. You know what I mean? Like they could have leaned into the fish out of water, mm-hmm. um, plot line with her, but yep. uh, instead they actually just kind of be like, yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna put some like some winks in there to the time period but we're we're not gonna do the obvious thing yeah like we're gonna have it to where she actually does kind of know what all this shit is i mean it's the amnesiac storyline which is basically in every fucking um japanese role-playing game there's always like a girl who falls from the sky who can't remember (laughs) who she was or whatever it's every fucking one of them uh, and then a guy shows up, and he's like, hey, what's going on? I don't I know. I just woke up Where? here. <laughs> yeah. It's every fucking, like, Japanese RPG. And it was weird seeing that in a, a fucking, like, big Marvel movie. Because mm-hmm. um, it is kind of like a tired trope from those things. But it worked here. It was like, I don't know. There were so many things that I, I didn't uh, that I didn't expect from it. Um. And I really expected just a mediocre fucking movie. I did too. But I think right now, like, my ranking, um, I would say it's probably, like, my top three Marvel movies is, like, Guardians, Thor, Ragnarok, and then Captain Marvel. It's pretty high. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's incredible. What is it? I think mine would be a little lower, but still a fun, fun movie. Right. Missy. Well, I hate women, so it's definitely in the, you know, negatives for me, personally. Wow. Yeah. So, speaking of, like, female-led superhero movies, do you think that... Do you think that Captain Marvel was a better film than Wonder Woman? I haven't seen Wonder Woman, which is crazy. What? Yeah. The DC stuff, I don't care. Oh, about you're it fucked much. now. I saw, like you said, Aquaman. I saw the trailer for Aquaman. I was like, I don't really care. No, it's terrible. Um, uh, it was way blown out of proportion. Wonder Woman was great, but I, th- I think Captain Marvel is like. If you're comparing the two. Yeah, I think Captain Marvel is, is such a better movie to where, yeah, if you were to then watch one... I mean, there's been, like, 
so many movies that have come. Didn't the last Avengers movie come out after Wonder Woman? Yes. So it's like they've got a lot of shit that's been hitting. But Wonder Black Woman, Panther, like Wonder Woman, made a lot Ant-Man of money. Ant Man and the fucking Wasp. Wonder Woman made a lot of money, and I don't know the statistics between that and Captain Marvel right now, but I know that Wonder Woman. I I remember reading that back when it came out that. I it think, was breaking like box office records for whatever. I think Captain Marvel is making uh, like fuck you money though. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you. So, <laughs> uh, well, that the new Avengers is also, which was very weird that they like just dropped Marvel, and then Avengers is coming out in like three weeks. It's crazy. What the fuck are they thinking? Did they so not think Captain too. Marvel was going to be a big hit? And they were like, yeah, let's just cannibalize our own box office time. It might be. That might be what they're thinking. It's like, well, maybe because people are going through the whole, you know, the superhero fatigue yeah. sort of thing. I think maybe they were like, well, just, we'll get it. Let's hope it's a hit. But just in case it's not like a Wonder Woman big hit, mm-hmm. we've already got a fucking backup plan. Do you feel the fatigue, Scott? Like, I mean, do you when you watch them, do you feel like you're not as wild as you were back when Iron Man fucking came out and shit like that? For me, the movies, I'm still... So far, I've been okay with all the movies. The fatigue really set in uh, with the Netflix Marvel shows. Okay. I think they had a couple good... Like, they started off pretty strong, but as soon as, like... The second half of of um, Luke Cage, and then like the Iron Fist came out, and like I just didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, and I was like, man, those two kind of like fell flat. And so like when Jessica Jones season two came out, I, I liked the first season. I didn't even watch the second season. So I, I can't. Get I've tried. I can't. It's so it's so boring to me. Like I kept going. I was like, oh, I really want to do this. Like, all right, it's a Sunday. Like, I'm going to just sit down and I'm going to knock this thing out and it's I fall asleep. Or I'm yeah. just like, ah, I don't know. I got to, like, clean or I got to do something. It just, it's it's really, really hard to watch that second season of that. And uh, I, was a- I loved Luke Cage uh, season one. And then season two, I was like, oh, wow, this is better. But I got about halfway through it and I was like, man, I can't. I can't crack this. I can't. I can't go back to this. This is this is asking a lot of me. Uh, but Iron Fist, the last season of Iron Fist, was I think the best thing they've done. Um, period. Yeah, I didn't like Defenders at all. Yeah, and I was really excited about it, and I tried to watch mm-hmm. them. Out. I think I may have watched the first episode, but I think by that point I didn't like give a shit. The only thing I cared about was the Punisher series on and uh, on Netflix. Other than that. I didn't care if the other three or all of them together right. came out with anything. I watched the uh, first episode or two of the Punisher, um, the latest season that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess season two. Yep. And uh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh wow, this is really cool. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm good. I really liked it though, but I understand because it's you know. Yeah, I the only thing that I'll truly miss is I think the um, 
Iron Fist and the because it got better and better and better as it went on and mm-hmm. uh the fact that he and um Luke Cage won't be able to do like a team up series yeah i i think that's the most disappointing thing out of them canceling all of those uh those projects i i mean i don't care about the punisher like i'd rather watch uh you know tom jane be the punisher I, I don't really like <laughs> that actor. Uh, I like him in uh, The Punisher. I like John Bernthal. I, I kind of... I, I don't know. I mean, I like the the grittiness he brought to, like, the the brawling scenes, but I think mm-hmm. as for everything else, like, that's not the guy I'm going to for dramatic, you know, uh, scenes of, like, grief and loss and stuff. It's just like, eh. It's I don't know. He's he's a good action actor, but yeah. I think that could probably be said for a lot of the Marvel Netflix people. But they just said that uh Avengers Endgame uh is apparently going to be uh over uh 3 hours. That was a terrible segue into yeah, that good. topic, but they said it's going to be over three hours. Will we see any of the... There's the segue. <laughs> Will we see any of these Netflix uh, people maybe do a cameo appearance in the Avengers Endgame? I doubt it. I'd be awesome. You don't think I'd for a day they so. could have fucking just been like, hey, let's get Jessica Jones and Luke Cage to fucking appear or even do like flashbacks of uh you know more people fucking vanishing yeah i think flashbacks is probably more the show the netflix show because they they never crossed over enough i thought you know like they just had like rosario dawson she was in like all of them or some like um yeah chick that uh, i can't remember her name the the girl from true blood like she would be in like punisher season deborah ann wool whatever What's her name? Deborah Ann Wool. Yeah. Uh, they should have uh, they should have crossed over with the heroes more. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a uh, in the um, the latest season of Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist went over, and it was like the best episode that I saw out of them. Hmm. Um, they had a little crossover there where he like helped uh, Luke Cage through a. Uh, like tough thing he was going through. I was like, why aren't you just making this fucking series, goddammit? And they keep alluding to it. It's like, eh, the team up and all this. It's like, just do that. If you would have done that, <laughs> just made, think about how incredible and like how less pissed people would have been with both Luke Cage and Iron Fist if it was one fucking series and they were both like as a team through the whole thing and it went through their storylines a lot quicker Instead of having, you know, 14 hours of fucking people talking about, like, uh, buying out companies and, like, contracts that he signed with this person. And then Luke Cage just, like, crying about how he can't keep a relationship because he punches walls. It's just like, get rid of all that shit and just fucking... Forgot ninjas. And then, yeah, with all... God damn, too many ninjas. So many ninjas. I'm 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 over ninjas. 
uh, mm-hmm. I think. I think most of, like, humankind was over ninjas by the time the 80s ended. I think so. And then they were like, we're bringing ninjas back. And it's like, no, you're not. And now all their shows are canceled. And they did the rule, like, you know the rule of ninja, right? <clears throat> if you have one ninja, he's a badass. But if mm-hmm. you have a hundred ninjas, they're, like, the shittiest fighters in the world, and they get their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah. They're the Foot Clan. Exactly. Where they just, like, hang out and eat pizza or whatever. And, That's... like, a fucking, uh, what was, didn't they have, like, an underground, like, uh, rave club or something? It's like the Ninja Turtles. The first Come on. Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And it, you got real loud just now. I, I, I want to eat pizza. Oh, my I God. Just... That was the loudest I've ever heard. <laughs> that was a very intense. It was right in. No. She's. Okay. She's pushing good? her boundaries pushing on, on this microphone, microphone distance. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I was driving listening to this podcast, that would have just shocked me into like murdering a family of four. So That's why I'm here. Do you think there will be any ninjas in Avengers Endgame, Missy? Why not? I mean, they're throwing it all in. It's the end game. You think Thanos has a team <laughs> Nothing, of... I don't think anything is off limits. Over you know? three hours. Do we need that? Yes. I think you need it. And I'm not mad about it. I'm just going to have to piss a lot. I did piss during... I will admit, <laughs> it is going back a little bit, but uh, in Captain Marvel, um, mm-hmm. when the... Uh, like space battle fighter ship crap was happening towards the end i was like well i'm safe to not be here like it was it was i think during that stuff where i was like that was the only part of that movie where i was like i don't care i don't care like i've seen it all and it seemed like they were just kind of remaking the scene with um uh from black panther the Mm -hmm. like dog fighting scene with that guy from the uh, uh, the guy from the Sherlock Holmes show, what's his name? Benedict sure. Cumberbatch. No, the other one. He's got a very normal. The name. Watson guy, yeah. He's got a very normal name, like uh, Morgan something. Uh. So he has a scene <laughs> towards the end of Black Panther where he's like, "Don't worry." I'm gonna take out this guy or whatever. He like gets in his ship and he's like flying and like shooting on like the regular person is like now having to like you know save everybody or whatever. It was like the exact same shit just happened all over again. I'm sorry if you guys are hearing uh, little ringing noises. I think I didn't silence my notifications on my phone and it's hooked up to the thing. Nobody noticed but it's, that. I well I noticed that. Scott. Yes. Avengers Endgame over three hours. What do you think? I'm cool with it, man. <clears throat> I love the uh, I love the last Avengers movie, and it was long as shit, too. It was like three hours. It seemed like it was like an hour and 20 minutes to me. Mm-hmm. I did watch it in IMAX 3D, though, so it was like, you know. I mean, it was only 20 bucks a ticket, <laughs> which is fucking insane, but I was like in heaven. I was like, this is fucking awesome. 
So give me, give me three hours. I'll take, I'll take four as long as it's you get Avengers. your money's worth. It's like going to a buffet. You know, you got to eat for the whole. You got to eat for three hours to get a real buffet. It's true. Experience and get your money's Who worth. Who wants to be in a restaurant for nobody three hours? does? Nobody does. But you have to do it that way in order because you're gonna pay twenty dollars or something for like a nice buffet. If it was like an Alamo, you can't just get two plates. You really have to go full force, get five plates and a dessert to get your money's worth. If it if it's at the Alamo or something, I I have no problem with like a three hour experience. Got a bathroom pretty close to me. But you're going to spend... not full. You're going to spend $80 no. <laughs> at the Alamo. Yes, you are. Yeah. Trust me. Alamo's pricey, but, like, yeah, if you're going to have to have that experience... If it was a regular fucking theater, I feel like I would be like, oh, Christ, really? Well, you just, like, shoot up in the bathroom or something. Ooh. Ooh. And also, back to our previous point, Martin uh-huh. Freeman... Is Martin, the man that you're looking for. Martin Freeman. His sequence in Black Panther is very, very similar to the sequence in uh, Captain Marvel, I felt. Little weird. Little weird for me. Um, all we, right. We fuck with the Matrix. You, you want to talk about that? About the Matrix? About the Matrix, man. <laughs> Who and what about the Matrix? The man that followed us? No, I don't want to talk about the man that probably, followed probably us. Probably a good idea. All right. So, on. Uh, Triple Frontier uh, is a new movie on the Netflix that I watched and no one else watched. Listen, I started I that. I watched both trailers. Uh, well, I started the film, Scott, and. Uh-huh. You know, on the weekends, I like to rest. Okay, so I will I will check my Fitbit often the next week, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll figure out that I've rested for about two to three hours every weekend. Naps, I like to take them. So I, I took a nap during that movie. The end. Goodbye. Not that it wasn't interesting. It was good. It was a good film, but. I was just very tired. I was just very tired. Um, oh, God, I got nervous. <laughs> so. <laughs> so <laughs> Eamon looks at me so weird sometimes. If, so, if I get murdered, Scott, you know it's Eamon, right? Do you know that? I don't think he can hear you when you're whispering since the phone is very far away. No. So, uh... The Triple Frontier is a Ben Affleck uh, joint, I guess. Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hunnam, Garrett Hedlund, and uh, I'm not going to say a name that isn't that guy's name because then it will be racist. Um, Maybe. Because I can't remember his name, and I think that it's a very uh, typical name. So, uh, it's fucking awesome. And I can't believe that that shit is on fucking Netflix. Because it is a uh, massive fucking like action adventure. Uh, really, really slick 
big budget. Uh, just fucking triple A. Michael Bayish, I guess you could say. Are you there, Scott? Yeah, the the trailer looked crazy. I mean, it looked like it, I don't understand why they just didn't release it to theaters, but I guess they got that Netflix money, so why not? But man, it looked pretty fucking intense. I like that they're getting ready to take down like a. From what I could tell, you tell me if I'm wrong. From the trailer, it looked like they were stealing like like seventy five million dollars or something from like the cartel, and they sort of get there. It looks like, and then. The cartel fucking shows up, so they gotta like shoot their way out. From what I can tell, it look and it, I'm sure there's gonna be like some double crosses here and there, but uh, it looked like a fun action flick to me. It's fucking great. Like I wish that people were still making movies like this all the time, uh, and they're not. It's just mm-hmm. superhero shit now, uh, and that's fine, whatever. But like, thank God that the uh, pay channels. Netflix especially, it seems like, is kind of putting a lot of money and effort into uh, making, um, you know, these kind of action films again. I know that they Mm -hmm. are doing a legitimate Michael Bay. This is uh, Catherine Bigelow produced. Yeah. Uh, If that tells you anything about the fucking quality of this shit. Um. And, yeah, there's a Michael Bay movie that's coming out that has Ryan Reynolds in it that's also kind of like a heist movie. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's just like this really, like, uh, just movie for dudes kind of thing. Like, it's like some shit that, like, you know, uh, like dads watch. And yeah. that's fucking awesome that that's happening again. And this, well, and just for the production company thing, because I just pulled it up on my phone, um, some random facts that random pro- facts. <laughs> Atlas Production Company, um, American Hustle, Warcraft, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Wonder Woman 1984, Scooby, which is going to be in 2020. Oh, the new Scooby-Doo with yeah. uh, Zac Efron and Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. That just got announced, yeah. Yeah. Um, Idlewild, Brothers Grimm, Rollerball, Three Kings. I mean, 12 Monkeys. So. So a lot of bad and a lot of good. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But, it, I mean, I thought the concept was interesting. I mean, and it wasn't the part that I saw wasn't cheesy at all. It was like, hey, we're Oscar Rod was like, look. We're going to do this thing. We're going to... Oscar Wilde? Or what was his name? Oh, shit. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> it was Oscar Wilde, everyone. And listen, <laughs> yeah, he wrote a lot of books. So um, Oscar Isaac was like, you know, hey, Ben Affleck, let's talk about doing this, this job. But it's going to be like for us, and we're going to get a bunch of money. And it's not going to be for the government mm-hmm. this time. We're yep. going to do it like rogue style, like out of the armed forces and whatever and um which i i always like a movie like that where it's like kind of like underdogs in a way or just taking on the system of the government mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll we'll delete this part later <laughs> no so we don't get tracked but i think that's kind of a cool concept it's like because you know they they always get so many drugs and so much money and all this stuff it's like where does that go yeah, like they, where they, exactly does it go? Like, can people take mm-hmm. a cut of that? Can people get like 
it just it, you read these news stories and stuff and it just always like is a question in my mind of what happens to all this inventory yeah it's the basically like inventory. all of these ex-military guys uh having to go in on this this mercenary job uh and like she said yeah it's uh they uh are supposed to terminate this guy but he's also sitting on a ton of money and they're just like well fuck it let's just take this shit let's get one for us and make sure that we're like you know good to go basically the same thing as three kings really the same same plot as three kings um but that movie is fucking incredible and not a lot of people saw it so yeah you know hey needs come back i would say like watch triple frontier on netflix i would just give it a recommendation i highly highly recommend that movie i think it's awesome and, and we it, are sponsored it does by not... triple frontier hey everybody <laughs> so uh if you've ever been to a frontier before <laughs> why not do it three times and you can with triplefrontier.com enter code ben affleck to unlock 10 percent off each frontier you purchase. Um, I want to look up triple Scott. Please Google triplefrontier.com. Featuring a microbial lining. And uh, what is it? No, I just want to know what that website is. Oh yeah, triplefrontier.com is just like chicks fucking squirting on hay into bells. each other's mouths. <laughs> on hay bales. On hay bales. <laughs> Dressed as cows. It uh, actually is. Triple Frontier. Uh, if you type in triplefrontier.com, it Netflix owns it. No oh, shit. Oh, wait a minute. They bought that out. Good job, Netflix. Yeah, they got a map of where I'm at. Oh. Who's showing it. So, oh. Yeah. Well, oh, you can see it in a theater? I don't know, but I don't know why the map is. Like, there's a map. No, oh, it's like tracking it's, you. It's tracking yeah, you to see yeah. where you're taking the $75 million or whatever. Oh, okay. So it says that we've searched for Princeton, and there aren't any showtimes there yet. Try another location or watch. That's the a shocking because. turn of events, Scott. Actually, one theatrical too. Oh, all right. Well, Netflix has been doing that lately. They've been releasing. Listen, some it, of their it ain't films. gonna win. It ain't gonna win an Oscar. You know what? Okay, look. It says here, uh, March sixth. It was in select theaters. Exactly. And March thirteenth uh, on Netflix. Yeah, so they, they the do like a limited put up and uh, mm -hmm. it's just still up for another year probably. They're don't they're doing limited releases mm -hmm. of all their movies, miss? I no, not all of them. Just that the would good be ones. a million of the movies, but no, not they're... the teen comedies. No, but they should. Mm -hmm. Uh what was the one we we saw the preview for earlier? The Perfect Date. The Perfect Date. It looked great. Yeah. Uh, we saw uh, that guy in, uh, well, I did late at night alone, crying. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw the Martin Centinello or something. Centinello. Uh, yeah, this kid is fucking incredible in these movies. Uh, and it's uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before, I think is one of them. And the other is Sierra Burgess is a Loser. So this movie is like his weird trilogy. I guess he's signed or something to like a contract is, is he a fucking netflix contract player i don't know uh but it seems like it uh but i highly recommend uh those other two films as well 
They're not incredible. They're not like 80s or 90s teen comedy quality. But they're probably as close as we're going to get uh, in the modern era. And I miss those films. Those yeah. type of movies. You know, like the actual... Needs to come back. Teen rom-com type comedies. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, I mean, we've had a lot of the old old folks, like our age, type mm-hmm. rom-coms, <laughs> revivals, but I miss the... Well, there have been some teen comedies, for sure, but... They're usually lower budgeted they're usually like very low budget kind of indie things i know um and what was the one with uh, um what's her name in it um oh gosh she's australian i can't think of her name offhand she's been in everything she produced all right everybody so we're (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like not another romantic comedy what was that called not another teen movie? No, not another romantic comedy. Oh, uh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Wilson. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was very good, actually. I can't Did you see that, Scott? I didn't. I didn't see that one. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Please say yes. I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So, everybody. Well, uh, moving on. Fiverr. <laughs> Let's go to Fiverr. Uh, there is a new Fiverr available. Where I a promotion. will pay you five dollars to, to write something incredibly. Oh, okay. <clears throat> on a lemon. Is this, is this ASMR that you're doing? Meringue pie. Okay, so basically on Fiverr, Eli Roth is uh, now, I don't know how hard up he is, I don't know what's going on, but Eli Roth is now offering Fiverr gigs. Scott, what are your thoughts? Sorry, Scott, this this wasn't in the notes, but we discovered it while putting them together. What? What is he offering? I'd like to know what he's offering, and and by the way, Fiverr is is a bullshit name, and ain't nobody on there for five dollars anymore, right? It's all like I want a voiceover, I'll, like especially uh, a female voiceovers on Fiverr are super expensive. Yeah, you can just because like me. they charge, they say five dollars, so you ask them like, "Hey, can free. you do this thirty second script?" And it's like, "Yeah, it'll be a uh, hundred and twenty dollars." What like, are what you the? What are you asking them to do, Scott? Like, say that I'm talking like just regular like car commercial, nothing crazy, nothing. There's no cursing. It's just like a normal, you know. Uh, two-day delivery, 30-second commercial, which I can go to like speedy spots and get for 35 bucks. But what are like, you? Well, what are you asking, Robert. Scott? What are you asking them to wear? Nothing. No, it's a voiceover. Oh, oh so they're no just clothes. nude. No clothes, just oh, a voiceover. Oh, I mean, that might add to it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, they can wear whatever they want because it's just a voiceover. Oh, they can wear whatever they want as long as it pleases you, Master. Mm. Yes, Daddy. Daddy, would you like some sausage? But I would like to know, like, what he's offering. Like, is it voiceover? Is oh, it you want him to wear the script? fucking outfits that you've picked out? All right. Okay. So, so also, uh, Scott, Eli Roth wear the the pink bikini that I've got in my mind. I've seen the yes. videos you've made. So, <laughs> oh, happens. hey, moving on. He's also, hey. Listen, Scott. 
I'll do it for ten. Sorry, ladies. This one's taken. I'll do it for ten dollars. So, Hit me up later. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Eli Roth is on Fiverr, and he's offering to look at your project or your work or script or whatever and then give you his critique on it for 100 US dollars. But there is a catch. The catch is only three people will be chosen. Only three will be selected. And so that could mean that, you know, hundreds of people will be submitting this. Only three will be selected. And then if you're lucky enough to be selected, you will have to pay $100 to get the critique. Hmm. So, the thing about this that kind of concerns me... I've seen Knock Knock. I know what level he's at these days. Well, it's like, I don't... We don't ever like submitting our work for contests because we feel like well, this isn't really a contest. I guess you're just paying to get it's a contest. A but it's kind of I a guess. contest yeah. because you're getting in the top three, so you have to be mm-hmm. good enough. But then you've got a team of people, probably, that are just looking over all of this material, all of these scripts, all of these ideas, mm-hmm. and then who knows what's going to happen with them, especially if they're not like properly copywritten. So... It's a little scary for like creators in a way to just like, it's like send paying shit off. pay somebody and then you pay, to steal yeah. from you. Yeah, in a way, in a yeah, Maybe. in a summarized right? way, absolutely. Yeah. And also, I think it's a little creepy. Um, it is, and and didn't Jordan Peele do a contest like that too? Yeah, Jordan Peele was had open like uh, open submissions completely. But it wasn't to, like you to would get any, paid. It wasn't that you would get paid or, or you had, you to, had pay. to pay. But it was that you would send in your scripts or your whatever the fuck. And then he he would like, I, you know, was like, oh, we're buying scripts. or Like some shit Troma used to do, right? But it's like, what? that's not really how this works. <laughs> in Hollywood, you like get somebody and they're like, yeah, we're accepting things, blah, 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 and then you mail the thing in and it has to be properly formatted. Where you're just like shooting over a fucking Gmail. You're not just throwing a, a fucking Hotmail thing over to somebody and then just be like, yo, check it out. Check out my GeoCities website. It's like, all on there. Oh my, it's so, my <laughs> I got some fucking sweet shit on my Angel Fire links. Um, <laughs> sign my guest book. But sign like, it, sign it, sign it. It's, it just seems really strange that this is what's happening right now. And, like, nobody's protected. And and it, se- it seems strange. Nothing's traceable that much. Yeah, it seems strange and sketchy. And, there, like you said, there is no protection at all. And, like... Because I don't even know. Do emails even legally hold up in court? I think I, I think anything does. Texts. I mean, but it's just as like something to make the jury be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but if you went, if you sent your idea into an open project that you had no guarantee of. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't copywritten mm-hmm. or anything like that. I mean, how would you, how would that hold up in court? Yeah, Probably they could wouldn't. just, they could just be like, 
And then somebody the, else emailed me the yeah, same idea, the small, and it was my cousin, Todd. And, you know, like three days later, he sent me the same thing. These ideas aren't unique. And I would hope that this isn't the case. I really, I mean, the idealist in me hopes that this is actually, like, a platform, like, for creators to, like, get their work out there. But I feel like I know better. I feel like that can't be real. I feel like that Mm -hmm. cannot... I just feel like it cannot be real. Well, like, in the case of, like, Jordan Peele, I mean, if if you gave me a, like, my own big-scale production company and, like, budgets and shit, like, tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think I would be asking people for ideas? Fuck no. I would be like, I got fucking nine fucking things right now ready to go, and another fucking ten for next year, and then another fucking... And then I got all this shit that people that I know have told me about. It makes no sense that you would be, like, fucking... And he just won an Oscar. Opening, sh- yeah. What the fuck? You better have shit, dude. and you better have a team of people <laughs> that have it. You better not be putting shit out just to whoever. And like with Eli Roth, like, why does he have the time to do this? Why is he asking for a hundred bucks? You know what yeah. I mean? If it's a fucking contest, why the fuck does Eli Roth need a hundred dollars? But why does he need to get paid for it if it's a contest it's crazy. of like merit? Something's so going weird. on. I feel like it's just a strange. It's a whole strange vibe here. Yeah. We just we just found this shit out, and it's weird to me. What do you think, Scott? If he picks three and only I three people, what is it? Oh, I, I think it's super weird. I don't, I don't understand the end game. Exactly. If somebody came to you and they were like, hey, we want to give you a whole bunch of money because we think you have great ideas, right? Let's say the Jordan Peele thing. Let's just focus on that for right now. And they come to you Uh and they're like, we want to give you all this money. We love you. You're the shit. We think you're going to take us into the fucking, like, the mothership. And we're all going to fucking, like, be living like billionaires forever and fucking live out all of our dreams, right? You're the fucking guy. You're the guy. You're the guy. Next day, do you immediately put out a big press release and be like, listen, I'm accepting <laughs> any and all ideas. Um, uh, anybody? Like, uh, shit, this is fucking weird. It makes yeah. no fucking sense. The only thing, okay, the, the only thing I could give Jordan Peele over Eli Roth is that uh, he's doing the new Twilight Zone series. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's gonna well. He's only the host, ideas. right? Yeah, I think but, he's oh, only the host. Producing it too. Oh, um, is he? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, for some reason, I in my mind, I thought he was producing and like. I thought that I didn't even know he was hosting. I thought he was just producing. So I figured Missy's looking it up. He he's the Rod Serling. Good enough. Let right. those people make an episode. I know that he is uh, the Rod Serling. Hmm. That's as much as I know about that. I do know oh, that yeah. as far as the Candyman project, he is only producing. Okay. Uh, and I think... I don't even think he wrote it. Maybe he c- came up with a story, like co-story writer or something. And then mm-hmm. um, he... Uh, yeah, only producing. And there's a completely different director. But everybody in every headline keeps calling it Jordan Peele's Candyman. 
So I that might be the case with this Twilight Zone too. I don't know. Could be like well, remember like in the nineties, it was always Wes Craven presents and yeah, John Carpenter, John Carpenter's Vampires Two or something. Hey, they had really nothing to do with. That's that. a great fucking movie. Vampires was awful. Vampires Los Muertos, or whatever the fuck it was called, uh, amazing film. John also, Bon Jovi. Also, I will interject. Mm-hmm. I'll be the Stevie of this podcast. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Peel is now an executive producer of the new Twilight Zone series. The first episode will be released April 1st on CBS All Access. He's also playing the part of its dapper deadpan narrator. Bookending so, each episode as Serling did on the show. So he signed on to play the Rod Serling part. And then they gave him an executive producer credit. I see. Okay. So it's completely different people making it, and he's just there. Yeah. So he's glomming onto everything he can while he can. And apparently has no ideas. (laughs) I can... Look, glomming on, I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. Make your money. I want to make some. Real quick. Real quick coming off of that get out. Uh, I think that... uh, I haven't seen Us... I I didn't really love uh, Get Out. I thought it was okay. I liked it a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to see something. I want to see him come out with something where I'm like, I have to fucking see that shit. And I want it to actually be written and directed by him. And be mm-hmm. his original idea and not something where I see the previews and I'm like oh shit that looks exactly like whatever which would be what well get out uh, the whole time when I was watching the trailers I was like this is fucking disturbing behavior and then when I was watching it a lot of the movie I was like this is disturbing behavior and I was like oh it's not disturbing behavior I don't care anymore like I, I do not I was not scared during that movie I didn't think anything was particularly amazing in it. It just sort of... I don't know. I like the buddy character. I thought he was funny. And, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really like that film. It just wasn't... It, it wasn't for me. I don't I don't think that... Uh, I think these days I want to see um, more traditional horror I'd like to see more slashery stuff that comes out and is like good and well done yeah. and fun. Like Happy Death Day to You, I thought was fucking you know it was okay. It was pretty good. Uh, I loved some of it, and then some of it I was like, this is kind of cheesy. But I would rather see that. I think type of movie, really unique yeah. take on the slasher genre come out than just keep seeing artsy fartsy. Stuff that thinks it's a lot smarter than it actually is. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think it would be refreshing. I mean, hopefully, though, with, like, Happy Death Day and then a little bit of the revival of Halloween, um, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what else is actually set to come out in theaters anytime soon. But, like, you know, it's like, hey, well, there is a place for some theatrical shit to, to come out. I mean... What did we see? Like, Hereditary, it was kind of off. You know, it was different. It wasn't a slasher film at all, but... Yeah. Um, 
it was another horror movie that got like a box office boost mm-hmm. in the past like year or so, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what everything's kind of leaning towards are these uh, the more artsy, independent um, stuff. And oh, speaking of which, did, did you know. guys see Suspiria, the remake? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I wasn't impressed at all. Nah. But people are like sucking his dick. I uh, was pretty bored. Pretty bored by it. I was too. It. It's so long. The acting was fine. It was really good, but like, there wasn't a whole lot of substance. It was just like dancing and bullshit. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's our whatever. <laughs> I guess it uh that's what they were setting out to do. Uh not that's not what I want right now, I think. And it's just like the colors were so dull too. Like mm-hmm. it took all of like Argento's colorful like artsy palette and they took it and they just dulled it down. It was like snowy yeah. and and just gray. Felt gray. Mhm. And there were no um there were there was no like levity. There were no characters where you're like, oh, I'm pulling for this person, or like I want to see what. There's just there was nothing to take you out of it. It was just like, all right, I'm just watching, you know, uh, these ladies dance around and and just but like you didn't, muted you didn't colors. Care about the ladies. Like, they for, didn't really have a backstory at all. To yeah, me. nothing. And like the the their set pieces, I guess you're like big effects pieces mm-hmm. they only really had like one in the middle and then the ending so it was very just sit there and wait it seemed like to me yeah wait for nothing mm-hmm. um yeah i wasn't i wasn't impressed i really thought i was gonna be like oh god this is amazing no not really um i would rather watch uh you know any of the argento uh, films. Me too. Even the worst Argento film, I think, is probably more entertaining than, than that. I think so too, because at least you have like that three or four like gore scenes that were like like they, to me, Argento always placed his gore scenes as like it itself was like the the, the main attraction or like the art piece, mm-hmm. the art focus. And this one just it seemed like no, it's artsy all the way through, but there wasn't a whole lot of substance to the art i guess yeah yeah i i don't know i'd i'd like to i don't know i hope that other people don't start trying to remake argento movies because they really only they're only good because they are argento films like because they're specifically from that time that that dude Mm -hmm. made them that he's that fucking crazy um you know that he teamed up with those people at that moment. Like, it's just, I don't know. The the actual, like, plots of them, if you write them yeah. out and you're like, ooh, let's make this into it, it's fucking, nobody cares. That's not going to yeah. be a good movie. <laughs> like, it's only, it's like a man chases women with a pair of scissors or whatever. It's like you can't just release that now and just have anybody yeah. do it and then be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, but also, speaking of like artsy movies, but I actually like really love, but for the the reasons you would think I would not like it, 
Mm-hmm. Have you seen a Velvet Buzzsaw? Yeah, really liked it. I did too, mm-hmm. but it wasn't for the horror aspect no, at all. I hated the horror. I it thought was, the horror was so poorly was, handled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was acting only like those people. I could have watched the act for like another four hours in that movie. Like, oh just yeah, love the characters. Yeah, Gyllenhaal was uh, his character was fucking incredible, and the uh, the main girl who's uh, she's from uh, Fresh Meat. The uh-huh. like BBC comedy, uh-huh. uh, college kid comedy. You should see that. It's really really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I I I I completely understand what you're saying. Like I was like, I want as many movies in this world, like as possible. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, spoilers. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was like actually, uh, you know, the way some things go in that movie, I was kind of disappointed and upset about it because it didn't seem fair to me. What happened yeah. to them? And I think that's the uh, that's the mark of a good a good film. So too, because you cared about everybody, even mm-hmm. like the almost even like the shitty people, which is crazy because. You know, Rob Zombie makes a movie and everybody's shitty, so you don't care about any of them. Yeah. But even the people that were like, well, they had some good qualities, but they were like, just in it for themselves or money. You still had this inkling of like, well, I still kind of care about that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I, know, they did it right. They, I don't know. I really like that one a lot. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Uh, I like the uh, the assistant too, the girl from um, Stranger Things. I thought she did a really good job in uh, yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw. Even though I don't particularly care for her in Stranger Things, I like her in Stranger Things. Uh, I thought she was very good in, in this. But yeah, she was good. Yeah, that's definitely one to watch. Um, if uh, if nobody's seen it yet, but uh, yeah, if you're a horror fan, uh, it's not going to do much for you. Yeah. The um, and I think they probably should have separated it. I think they sold it as a horror film. And they played that up a lot, and I think that would really piss people off. Probably. But anytime I, like, tell somebody to watch it, mm-hmm. I saw it as, like, this is what actors are supposed to do. These people, like, all these people are fucking awesome and just yeah. acting. And it's just fun to watch them do their thing. And there's such a backstory to all the characters, too, that they kind of touch on and, like, give you, mm-hmm. you know, so many glimpses of with each one. Like, there's there's depth and uh, a lot of texture to, to everybody in it. And it, I don't know, it's, uh, that might be uh, probably one of the best movies I've seen in a fucking while, actually. It was good. On, uh, definitely on Netflix. Definitely out of their originals. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, one thing we won't be seeing for much longer mm-hmm. is Supernatural. I know I'm and the I've only gone. person who ever watched it, but <laughs> no, I think a lot of people still watch it. But I want to sit down and like watch it from episode one till now. Well, you'll have fifteen fucking seasons. So what's the best, how what's bad the best how bad can it be? That paycheck has gotta look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Let's be real. Uh what's the best season? 
yeah, like or like seasons. Like, what's the what's the what's the sweet spot? One. Oh. Really. And it starts back with more. I don't know. I re- I really like the first season. Um. I think like the first season's really got to grab you because it was very like violent. They were doing Monster of the Week episodes back then. Um, huh. Yeah, the first couple seasons are are fucking amazing and then and it was like um setting up different takes on stuff i think the problem with supernatural is that you know you've got like these uh seasons that are like 24 episodes or some crazy shit and then Uh like four or five of them will be incredible episodes and then all the rest are kind of like filler oh and it's always been that way it's it's always about building up to those you know um, which Buffy kind of did that too. Like it would be, there would be uh, like a season of Buffy where a um, it would be like the finale was great. There were a couple of like showpiece monster episodes in there, and then there would yeah. be a bunch of bullshit in between where it was just like, oh, I get it, you're having a relationship troubles or whatever. Where it just they just fucking talk and talk and talk for most of it, and then it's like, oh, turns out it was a witch. And then, like, it was just sort of, like, not-so-good stuff in between. Um, mm-hmm. Supernatural has a lot of that. A lot of that. Um, if you had to compare Supernatural to uh, a series, would it be more Buffy or more Angel? Um, definitely more Angel. Okay. Um, it's more... Uh, it's less funny, more violent, and mm-hmm. um, it's more... Uh, I feel like Angel was a... Um, Angel was kind of a more, like, male-oriented, like, uh, show, I think, yeah. in a ways, even though probably, like, hardly any dudes were watching that thing when it was on. Um, mm-hmm. It just felt like it was, like, the fucking detective agency and, like... You know, there's a lot of, like, ass-kicking, and they kept putting in, like, strong male leads that, like, beat the shit out of people over and over again. And then Buffy was, like, you know, kids in high school and college, like, you know, dating, and uh, everybody's dating all the time on Mm -hmm. Buffy. There's a lot of that. And then Angel was more action and, like, detective shit. Uh, So I think it's probably more... uh, more angel. Usually if there's like a relationship on Supernatural that person dies that episode. <laughs> really? Or like, you know, after three ep- a three episode arc they'll be murdered horribly. So it's uh, like Angel mixed with like Miami Vice, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because any, any love interest on Miami Vice, they die within like right. you know, three episodes. <laughs> well they have to. They were, you know, they were getting fresh young bikini models by the truckload every day in the 80s. Um, mm. They had to keep them fresh. Yeah, fresh, like, truckload of cocaine, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hell of a drug. They may need that on Supernatural. They may have needed that for years to keep it going. But the... Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think the show should have ended uh, multiple years ago. So I'm not broken up by it. Mm-hmm. at all. I think it's way uh, you know, out 
worn its welcome. Well, worn out if its, its welcome. If it's <laughs> outworn, worn out, all the same. And worn it out. Warned out. It's warned. It's warned. It's turned. If a show lasts 15 seasons, I mean, you have to give them credit, but at a certain point, it's like, maybe this should have been done by season eight. Yeah, maybe we should have set these boys free. But, you know, um, yeah. my parents still love the Big Bang Theory, and they, they're just now ending as well, and I believe it's... Yeah, I, I but these are, these, are, these are talented actors. I, listen, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's a syndicated show. Yeah. On a major mm-hmm. network television station. And. Yeah. You know, they're wrapping it up. And it's been. It's been like 15 plus seasons for them as well. Well, I think the exciting thing is like both of these guys are getting out of this show while they're still like young ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look like younger dudes like they don't look like shit yet they don't have like gray hair or anything right at this point nobody's losing their hair these dudes could fucking immediately come out of this and just start like resume their old like movie career that they both seem to have given up on and it seemed like their movie career was going pretty strong too so it's kind of weird because they had some some of those like teen horror flicks and mm-hmm. other things. I mean, they had they had a lot of stuff going for them, but I bet that supernatural money is pretty good. I mean, fifteen seasons. Oh yeah, and they're like the basic showrunner of the CW. Right. I I mean, they had to have just been begging them to come back every time and just be like, yeah. oh, so how much you need another uh, million or two? Yeah. So, I mean, they probably don't need to work at this point, but, I mean, it would be incredible right now to see both of those guys, like, springboard into, like, some kind of a Marvel thing or, like, whatever. And they both could do it. I mean, they're in fucking shape. They've been doing this for so long that they're, you know, they've got the... uh, They've got those kind of roles down. The one-liners and the fucking punching people and the... Dean! Sam! Dean! They don't... They can't say those names anymore. (laughs) They can't say... Sammy! Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Sammy! I'm glad it's it's got a fucking final end point. However, they did say the same thing a couple of years ago. (laughs) Oh, and, really? Yeah, and then they kept making seasons. So it's a good way to get people to watch. It's like uh like an old wrestler. They always have uh have you ever noticed like mm-hmm. wrestlers that have retirement matches. But then they'll right. come back out of retirement and then oh here's the last retirement match. I've seen like wrestlers have like ten retirement matches before. So it's kinda of the same thing, like as long as they're getting the money, they're probably fine with doing the job. Oh, yeah, and I think that, uh, like, with this season, um, they brought back uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played their dad in the early, uh, you know, like, season one, season two show. Um, So, uh, yeah, that was something they'd always been trying to figure out, like, you know, when they could bring him back, how they were going to do it. And uh, they just did that this season, I think, for like their Thanksgiving episode or some shit. That's so, cool. yeah. So you know, 
they're done. They can <laughs> they can stop now. I just I know that that next season's going to be like 24 episodes and it's like if you think about it in terms of like movies that's like so many movies. <laughs> that's so many movies. Wow. That's like they would have It's really a, hard to imagine that schedule a making 10 like, movie saga. Yeah. to like wrap up their to wrap up their story. But like, be, I think they got this. It would be interesting. I would love, just as like a producer and a, a budget person, I would love to know just the raw budget without the payments mm-hmm. of the the actors and the crew. Just what, what the raw budget is for a season of Supernatural. I would love to know because, you know... It's it got to be high. It's got to be really they got to be high. running out of locations at it this look, point. Yeah, and the locations, and you know, the, it's all the different Canada. sets look mm-hmm. really good. And I, I would just, I would like to know that. I might have to research that. I don't know if I can find that out, but. Mm-hmm. Do they do a lot of green You can tweet at Jared Padalecki. <laughs> what is it? Um, do they do green screen a, a shit ton, or is it more like location stuff? Uh, it seems like it's all location. It does. Yeah, everything's on location, but there are a lot of like house interiors, uh, mm-hmm. especially so f- as far as I've seen this season. Uh, they have like a headquarters set that um, they've been in a lot for about mm-hmm. six years or so. So, yeah. Uh, Supernatural. On the CW, Thursdays, I don't know when it fucking is. Um, at 9. At 9 p.m. <laughs> at 9 p.m. No, 7, 8, or 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Central. <laughs> what? My guess is it's 8 p.m. So All right. Eastern. You'd be wrong. Um, Bullshit. Hold on. I'm going I'm to look that shit up. You probably shouldn't ever. Supernatural. Tom <laughs> We got to be sure that it's at. Uh, oh my God, Thursdays at eight p.m. I told you. Oh my it's God, they. It's eight uh, p.m. Baby. Why would Marathon. you move it up to eight? It's crazy. That's why they're getting fucking CW. canceled. Now, they, actually, they have. Uh, I guess the reruns, like the old seasons, they're on TNT. I bet they um, are. Well, shit. T from ten, eleven, twelve, and one. So they're. Deep in syndication. TNT programming for when you secretly you know want to suck another man's penis. My favorite thing is to be deep into syndication. Honestly, mm-hmm. just one of my favorite <laughs> things in the weekend. Just yeah, go deep into. The uh, speaking of deep into syndication, it has nothing to do with syndication. Um, <laughs> the Flash movie. Have you heard about this? They're making a Flash movie. If yeah. we had organized this list properly, this would have come earlier in the superhero talk. But uh, you, do you not know about this Flash movie? I've heard about it. Yeah, that. Uh, from, okay, so what? This is all I know. All right. What I understand that the actor who played Flash is like writing the new Flash. Is that right? Okay. So, yes, they sort of they hired. John Francis Daly and his writing partner. John Francis Daly is the kid from uh, Freaks and Geeks. The main uh-huh. kid, right? 
So he has gone on to quite a nice uh, movie writing career. He did Vacation, the National Lampoon uh, sequel with the grown-up Rusty. That was Mm -hmm. fucking hilarious. And then he did Game Night, which uh, I think is one of my favorite comedies in recent history. Mm. Uh, Scott doesn't agree. I mean, I, I hadn't watched it. So. Okay, well, maybe you should see these things before uh, you get on okay. a fucking podcast, Scott. I mean, I've seen Vacation. You, you should have seen, like, literally everything You should have read is, my mind, come out. and then you should have known that you should have seen Game Night. I apologize. So Maybe. that was a silent, uh, silent rebuke moment there, so Scott could realize what he's done. So uh, basically, uh, he and his uh, writing partner were working on this uh, Flash movie. Right? They got the gig. They're like you're making the Flash movie, kid. And he's like, oh, this is great. Ezra Miller reads the script for the Flash movie. Mm-hmm says fuck yep. that shit we're not making this I could fucking write better than this refuses to be in the movie unless he can write the script really <laughs> <laughs> these are the sound effects that Whew. so refuses <laughs> refuses to uh, be in the movie unless he can fucking rewrite the script. Teams up with uh, Jeff Johns. I just pulled that out of my ass. Uh, one of the famous uh, comic writer guys and was like, we're fucking writing this shit. Fuck y'all. Right? Warner Brothers apparently is then like, alright, but if it's not good, we're gonna fire you. <laughs> And you can't be the Flash. I, I think it's is it Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, there you go. Yes, I've got the IMDb pulled up now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's him and Grant Morrison writing it. Mm-hmm. And there's other credits, but characters in screenplay we have like Joby Harold, Gardner Fox, Harry Lampert, which I'd have to click on them to actually know what they've done. But I once so had a Harry five Lampert writers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how you feel about I can do this better than you? It really worked out great for Ben Affleck. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea. Uh, not a good idea when Sylvester your cinematic Stallone, universe is crumbling? Unless you're like Sylvester Stallone. Which, <laughs> yeah. oftentimes, that has been very bad for Stallone as well, so... But it There's also, hey, he got he got an Oscar. True, but he also there's other movies that he wanted to write mm-hmm. and change, and it kind of fucked it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, this kid's got some balls, right? Like, what is it? He's been in the Flash and like a Justice League movie. Yeah, he yeah people did. Yep. Yeah, I liked it, but most people hated it. So. He was in a movie that that almost everyone didn't like, Mm -hmm. and his uh, leader in that was recently fired, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the other leader of that franchise, uh, Mr. Henry Cavill, apparently has also, I guess, quit. Yeah. Fucking DC. Uh, and is now doing The Witcher on Netflix, which I think they already signed that up for multiple seasons. So, uh-huh. like, you know, he's off fucking growing his white mane out and uh, mm. fucking hanging out on cliffsides fighting dragons for fucking ever. Uh, mm. So I don't even know how he could then also just be doing... I guess they do CG. They'd fucking CG it out because that worked great last time. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and it seems like they just want to get out of this whole thing. Like, they're giving Harley Quinn her own movie. They've fired their Joker uh, okay. and recast the Joker. Wouldn't you have fired your Joker after that trip? <laughs> yeah. I like Jared Leto, but, oh, mm-hmm. my God. He was, like, the worst. Maybe not the worst character, because that was a... Everybody in them... Uh, the, the previews really I wanted to see that movie bad and I saw it and man it was like it's the worst like one of the worst like it's on like Halle Berry Catwoman level bad uh Suicide Don't Squad talk shit about my girl Halle yes. Berry yeah. yeah it's really really terrible uh so they fired their entire Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and now. then they all killed themselves and they're re- <laughs> <laughs> And they're rebooting um, that whole fucking thing with James Gunn, mm-hmm. apparently. And now he's quitting them after this movie and then going back to Marvel and I making the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's where he needs to be. He needs to be on, on Guardians. Is this the moment where you're that kid who played... Oh, and they uh, f- uh, recast Cyborg for the TV show. Really? Uh, Doom Patrol. So, is this the moment where the kid who plays the Flash wants to slap his dick on the table? Yeah, it's definitely not. Um, <clears throat> he, like I said, he's got some, some fucking balls to try this. If I was in charge of it, I would just scrap the whole fucking thing. The whole franchise, the, yeah. The, the Flash like series, especially like, the first two or three seasons of the Flash series, mm-hmm. was way better than like Justice League or the way he played Flash. So yeah, I, I would just invest more money in the show since I think it's still kind of got a following. I know it's getting a little, a little long in the tooth now, but like if they can like maybe anchor down on a storyline that gets people to come back, I'd put more money into, into that show than putting a movie out that's going to flop. What do you think, miss? The answer is yes. So, where I was uh, coming from, I mean, they've already canceled Arrow, right? So, probably, and they're trying to launch their own um, DC fucking uh, universe, this, like, new channel, right? Uh, With Titans and Doom Patrol and all this stuff. So everybody is apparently trying to do their own streaming thing with all of their own stuff and not have to rely upon Hulu or Netflix or whatever to push their stuff out there, right? Yeah. So it seems like if this thing takes off, this this, this streaming platform, they're probably not going to need CW. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. 
So are all these fucking people going to get fired? Like, what is the deal? It it's almost seems like they... It seems like they are like, alright, I think we got something good with Aquaman, Wonder Woman, we're going to put out... An, but they delayed her fucking movie for like another year or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Like something crazy, like six months, seven months. Like I mean, it was like a very long delay on her film. So like that thing's probably a fucking shit show. Uh, because yeah, they were already that's making the one you it. Want to get out because it's the only one that's done anything. Yeah, you know, you want that Wonder Woman sequel to drop soon. And if they're fucking delaying that even more, and like, it just, I, what's going on over there? And then now they just had this like sex scandal with their fucking CEO, uh, where he's now been fired. It's like just just clean the slate of all of it. Drop a fucking Batman origin film. Drop yeah. a fucking Superman origin film. You know, go young. I don't want to see another. I, but honestly, I don't want to see another Superman origin film. I I could do without that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when was the last one that was an actual origin story? Uh, for like Henry. Henry Cavill. But that was only a few minutes. It was it was a real quick gloss gloss it over, you know. Give me a smallville. What's up? Yeah, that'd be good. Missy? Ding. Um I was just gonna say yes again. That you want a Superman origin movie? Yeah, I was just gonna say yes. I want a fucking really good Superman origin film with a new Superman. I, and I want a fucking Batman uh, year one. Just make those. Get rid of all these people. I don't give a shit about Ben Affleck. I don't care about Henry Cavill. You know, did anybody? Was anybody like, he's my Superman? Nobody's ever said I that. Liked him in Justice. I liked him in Justice League, but I didn't like him in Superman, which is, which is not a good thing to say because I like superhero films. So they dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, I think they've dropped the ball on a lot over there. Yeah, they at have, DC. Yeah. That was how I like start to wrap up a podcast. <laughs> they you, dropped you, the ball on a lot. You, over you th- smooth, JB smooth. I'm JB JB smooth. He's making a comeback, and I love it. I'm he here is. for it. <laughs> All Let's right, wrap it up. Any closing thoughts, uh, Scott Gregg, on on what has uh, occurred here? Just glad to be back. I think it's going to be fun uh, with us getting together and and podcasting again. And uh, I got to say, I wish Kyle was with us, but uh, I think he would appreciate that we're just back together, and just doing our fucking thing. No doubt. I don't think he would appreciate you trying to use his name to gain favor at the end of this podcast and seem like a better person than you actually are. Because I think he knows what kind of person you really are, Scott. Well, he knows knows what we all are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's the truest. At at all the conventions and the the film shoots and late-night conversations, he knows. I think the, the saddest I ever saw Kyle was when he realized your feelings towards minorities <laughs> and homosexuals, Scott. Um, what did I like them? Yeah, okay, keep up, keep up the front there, buddy. Mm. Um, so 
He would have enjoyed that, though. That would have made him laugh. Uh, he would have liked that joke, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to close this out with a little something called self-promotion. What's that? That means we're going to shout out all of our uh, fucking uh, things from... <laughs> I can't find my list. Oh, no, you're so weird. All. all right, yeah. So, hey, everybody, you if also, you want, oh you god, also send me that list so I have it. Oh yeah, so, so you can say it. Well, I just made it. Um, oh okay. Mainly while you were talking, I was writing this list, and then I just pretended like I knew what you said. You can go to SoundCloud.com backslash Action Packed Thrill Ride. Not forward slash. Oh. <laughs> You're right. I have dyslexia. Okay, so... You can just say slash. Facebook.com <laughs> <laughs> slash Razor Sharp Movies. YouTube.com slash Razor Sharp Studios. See, it, it gets confusing. And then uh, the biggest thing that we've got going on right now, which is pretty crazy, is for the first time ever, all of our t-shirts for Razor Sharp Studios... And actually, a brand new T-shirt will be debuting uh, around the time that you're listening to this for Action Fucking Pack Throw Ride. So if you're an Action Pack Throw Ride fan, you can get your own T-shirt of the Action Pack Throw Ride. A brand new logo from Pleatherface Design. Uh, and that is at teespring.com slash stores slash Razor Sharp Studios. And if you use the code ACTION at checkout... You will get a $5 discount off what? of all of your merchandise. Yeah, so that's only for our listeners, and we will keep that deal going forever. So use the code so. ACTION at checkout, and you will get $5 off your purchase. What a deal. What a deal. That means we make $1. That's fine. <laughs> per oh, no. Guys. What have we done? And also on our personal social media accounts, please add us at Instagram, Missy Don Horror, Instagram, Eamon Hardiman, and Instagram, Scotty Slasher. That's it. That's all I got. Do you have anything else, Scott? The only thing I would have is uh, also oh, God. subscribe to my YouTube channel because Here I we go. actually monetize. And I Here we go. Money. So, Scott's Slasher world. This uh, is Scott Slasher's world. Ads. You're now monetized. I'm now monetized. I think I made like a dollar or two. So it's more than we've ever made. Ah, oh, I love it, Scott. Yeah, what is the what's the link again? Is it just it Scott matter. Slasher's world? You can also hear the song. Uh, what what is the theme song, Missy? This is Scott Slash's world. That was it. You can hear that on my channel. But what is the link, Scott? It's just youtube.com slash Scott's Slasher World. Scott's Slasher yeah, with, with an It's world. so stupid because there's two S's there. But you I'll... got Scott with an S, and then you have the Slasher, which is another S. Literally, this is classic Scott Gregg. If you've made it this far... I have. ...without slashing <laughs> your fucking wrists... 
That's true. At the end of this podcast, uh, we thank you for uh, sticking with us for all of this time. Uh, we've got a lot more great episodes coming up. We're going to get back into our classic film commentary tracks where we are going to be recording weird commentary tracks for uh, some of our favorite movies from the 80s and 90s. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be, if you enjoyed that type of thing, uh, that should be a lot of fun for everybody. Maybe offensive. Maybe. Never. Never. All right, until next time, what did we used to say was our sign-off? I think you'd say I'm Eamon Hardiman. I'm Scott Gregg. Uh, and Missy would say, I'm Missy Dawn, and then you would close with a with a joke, or oh, you would uh, you throw an anecdote out there, and a little anecdote, anecdote.